Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. And joining me today as my co-host is former broadcast journalist and current personal development trainer, Michael Benner. He's a radio announcer for 40 years and is well known for his talk shows since 1977 on a host of radio stations such as KABCAM, KLSXFM, KCBSFM, KRLAAM, and KPFKAM, which was, by the way, the only radio program feature in the LA Weekly's Best of 2000 issue. His biography can be found in Marquis' Who's Who in the West, 27th edition. And now, on his second career, Michael is an amazing personal development and executive trainer. And you can find out more about Michael at michaelbenner.com. Hello, Michael. Hey, Tony. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and thank you so much. Glad to have you once again on the Spotlight as a co-host. I appreciate that. Me too, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here. I look forward to today's show. Well, very good. And for our audience, you're listening to the Spotlight, where we focus on highlighting Hollywood stars, sports greats, and game changers. If you're a fit, we want your interview on the Spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m., so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And you can catch every episode of The Spotlight on my mobile app. Just go to TonyDurso.com slash mobile from your smart device or cell phone. And once it loads, the past episodes of The Spotlight will automatically appear in column one. And column two is my other weekly show highlighting elite entrepreneurs called Revenue Chat. All right. Now, today we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with actress, musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. And again, for our audience, John Mack, such an accomplished and multi-talented artist. She's an actress, musician, music producer, philanthropist, and the founder and president of Defending the Endangered. That's an organization John founded to protect animals at the risk of being wiped out by poaching and trophy hunting. And she's in a ton of movies, such as Saw, Straight A's, After Earth, Blunt Force Trauma, and the list goes on. And if that's not enough, her brainchild, Aurora Drone, released three albums since 2009 and releases a fourth album in 2018. Aurora Drone performs in festivals around the world. And welcome to the spotlight, John. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. Well, great. It's our honor to have you join us, and I really appreciate you taking the time and juggling schedules to join us today on the Spotlight. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very pleased to be here, and I uh, have heard so many wonderful things about you, so thank you. Well, great. Well, all right, let's jump into it, shall we? First things first, John, I'd like to know, how did it all start for you? Uh, which part? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pick one, huh? 
Yes, pick one. Well, um, I mean, it's basically, I, I, I guess you could say I started really young because my, my mother was a, a drama teacher and a theater director. Uh, so I was around that from an early age. I'm, I'm an only child and uh, spent a lot of time with my mother while she was uh, working on productions. So uh, my first, I guess my first gig or my first play would be when I was around five years old. So. <laughs> so it's uh, that's I guess where it all started, but um, you know from there it continued to always um, evolve, and I eventually you know started doing music when I was in my teens, and um, yeah, and then here we are, I guess. <laughs> well, it's very interesting. I've run into some actors who've started off doing modeling and being in front of the camera for, with pictures, and then progressed up into yes. film and so forth. Mm-hmm. You started off in music. Yeah, I mean, it's well, sorry, I, I started out kind of in, in acting, like musical theater and acting, so it was kind of both combined, which is great. Okay, very cool, John. Yeah. You've been in a lot of movies. Could you take us to some memorable moments in your incredible career there? Ah, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> what, I guess, uh, yeah, so many, so many, and, and always, um, it's always fun on everything I do. So, uh, no, the first, the first memory, I mean, I have of a big big production I did was uh, introducing Dorothy Dandridge with Halle Berry and that was one of my first jobs and that was really special. I got to play Ava Gardner which was an honor. Um, one of the most you know dynamic and gorgeous women of the silver screen era you know that's a, a great way to start. Oh that's fantastic. Very fascinating. Definitely a silver screen goddess there and yes. you definitely would fit the part. I haven't seen that one but huh. I can totally Thank imagine. You. Very cool. Well, John, uh, first of all, uh, we share uh, roots in Michigan. I hear you from Rochester and just on a farm just north of Detroit. Yes, yes. I I was born in Rochester and I actually grew up in Romeo, which is just outside of Rochester on a farm. uh, I did Detroit radio for about five years. Ah, yeah. Which station? Back in the day. Oh, I was at uh, the... Riff, the yes. owned oh, station, gosh. XYZ FM, and yep. I was at W4 for several years. Yep, I love it. I love it. I grew up on Riff. <laughs> this it. was the early 70s, and, yeah. uh, or 70 to 75. Oh. Anyway, I bring it up because uh, there's something, if you're, if you're born and raised in really the country, yet on the edge of a big city, and your parents, you talked about really inspiring you to get into this business. I was just sitting here listening to Tony talk to you and made me wonder about the whole idea of wanting to please our parents, mm-hmm. how important it is, how many of us want to be like mom or dad, just like them and aspire to do that. And I, I wonder how much of a factor was that for you? Did they just get your interest or does your drive really come from the fact that your parents were industry people? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you, you know, it's funny. My, actually, my mother was the only one. My father was the opposite. You know, he was a business business guy and, you know, he was always in, in, in management and business and completely not interested in the arts. And my mother was the really the one who encouraged it. And she she always, you know, had a talent, a gift for it. And uh, she grew up you know, an only child like I, like I am. Um, and her, her parents in those days, they, they were very protective. And so she, she never really left to pursue it to the extent that she wanted to. 
So um, there's a part of me that's kind of like, huh, you know, I wonder if that was an influence to me to really get out and try to do it myself, you know, because it was always something that she was so in love with theater. She was so in love with the cinema. And I mean, that was her joy. And also she was a great director. You know, my mother had a really a excellent gift for that. And um, but she never, you know, left a, a small town in a way. So part of me is wondering if that's, you know, maybe that's part of it. I always feel like I'm kind of doing it for both of us. Yeah, see, that's really interesting. And do you think that's, uh, how conscious are you of that when you get up in the morning and look forward to your day? Or how much of it, I mean, is there a tendency just, this is what I do for a living, and it just becomes sort of rote business? Um, no, no, I think, well, especially with this career, you always have to, it's not like a typical, you know, punch in the clock and, and, and make the donuts type of thing where you, every day is not the same and, and you're not going into a predictability. Like um, the line of work of, you know, anything with the entertainment business is uh, up and down a lot. And so uh, part of the reason for wanting to do it has to be, and wanting to stay with it for any length of time has to be a great passion for the work itself and for loving it so much that, you know, you you do it for that reason. That should be the reason. But it always it, it's the reason you stay. You know, I, I think that's the truth. And I have a genuine love for it. And and I think I was I was blessed with that. My mother gave gave me an appreciation for things like Shakespeare when I was a, a small child. She read Shakespeare to me. You know, things like that. That is pretty rare, I think, for the most part. Well, I think. Uh Performance is a privilege and an honor yes. to be able to to do for people, to express yourself that way, to express the genius of writers and the other people who mm -hmm. uh, support the production, uh, to have a chance to be that expressive, to, yes. to, to explore your character. And mm -hmm. it's really a rush that I think most people would, would, <laughs> would really envy yeah. if... if yeah. If they knew the drive in, yeah. in that kind of passion. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it, it's a really, in a way, when you're doing it right, I know people say Hollywood is very selfish, but I think in ways that any performer, not just Hollywood, but anyone giving performance, it's selfless to really give a great performance. There's a, a huge element of being selfless to that. And, and that's, you know, that's what I, I believe that, that the audience responds to ultimately is that selflessness, you know, and that's, that is the reason for it's kind of it's hard to describe in words but i think every performer that's been in that moment understands that yeah no i get it i hear it that's great thanks john your bio is so fascinating there's so much to delve into one thing is very uh, near and dear to me my wife grew up in kenya and she saw the beauty of the wild animals right mm -hmm. up close on her property lions and wildebeest and everything and she saw as well the ugliness in people hunting them. What are you trying to accomplish in conservation measures to eradicate poaching? I know you're you're an activist on this. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, right now, I feel like it's so dire, as everyone hopefully is aware of. Um, well, I don't think anybody was really aware of how dire it is until more recently. It's been going on for a long time. But it's it, first of all, being an animal lover, growing up on a farm, like having a connection to nature. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to that. But I th think that I, I love all animals. But when I see what's been happening, you know, overseas and all over the world, really, with endangered species, whether it's here with wolves and creatures like that, or, you know, like in Africa, oh, my God, it's just devastating. And I, I felt 
helpless for a long time and wanting to really, you know, do something more. And the idea came as, you know, a lot of a lot of creative people have this feeling of, you know, we, we see what's going on and we're like, how how do you join energies together to try to, you know, eradicate that or do something to protect the remaining species? You know, it's it's gotten to that point. So my goal is to, you know, donate to many groups, not just one group necessarily, but to, you know, give, there's so many groups in need, you know, whether it's, you know, saving rhinos, baby rhinos from, you know, after their mother's poached and trying to rehabilitate them and protect them versus the elephants, which, you know, it's, it's just so vast right now that I'm just really happy to, like I donated so far, we've donated, I should say endangered has donated to uh, elephant causes, rhinoceros, um, you know, specifically, uh, and some lion as well, because right now those, those are really threatened species. So we want to try to help protect them, whether it's buying supplies for, you know, the rangers or getting more people on the ground. That's the goal. So very, very needed. It's, it's widespread out there. It's, Yes. It's, it's it's amazing out there how how much this is happening and the more one opens their eyes the more one sees what's really going on and you have a foundation defending the endangered can you yes. tell us more about that as well as perhaps how people can get involved and maybe help on that oh yes absolutely this is the spotlight with tony dierso and michael benner joining me as co-host just ahead we continue the chat with actress, musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash community. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers, if so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at Tony, dot com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at Tony, dot com. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Freshly.com. 
You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight with former broadcast journalist and current personal development trainer Michael Benner as co-host. Today's show is with actress, musician, and animal crusader John Mack. She grew up in a suburb near Detroit, Michigan, and as the only child of a drama teacher and theater director, she began acting on the stage at the tender age of five. All right, and now back to the chat with John. Defending the Endangered was founded in 2015, um, and it was basically a movement that started from an idea I had as a, uh, as a musician and, and being, of course, the animal lover I've always been, of, of wanting to do a video about, kind of to say something about what's going on with poaching and um, really show what's going on. And in collaboration with some really, you know, amazing people, we were able to put it together and make a video, okay, that, that was showing, you know, it's a big graphic, but it shows the reality of something. And, and for me, as an artist, I, I want to have some relevance in that way, that what I'm saying is not just about me, but it's really, art is supposed to be about the world at large and what's going on, and we're supposed to be there to help express that and channel that. So for me to do this video, it was uh, it was tough, you know, because a lot of the stuff is it, it's hard to look at. It's really hard to look at. But I wanted to show people, and a lot of people that saw the video weren't quite aware of, oh my God, that's what happens. You know, that's what happens. And so that started it. And then it stemmed from that and talking to other artists, friends of mine and people, you know, I'd, I'd collaborated with on this and saying, let's, let's maybe join our, our energies together. And, you know, whether it's we're painters or writers or musicians or actors, it doesn't matter. We all band our energies together to create um, a collaborative that's out there to educate as well as put on events as well as donate our time and our talents to you know reaching out to our own audience and our own social media network you know just to show it because the more people know the the more they're aware the better it is i just think it's been so hidden and so you know not spoken about for so long and now it's become you know as we know it's at an alarming rate where we can't ignore it anymore we're going to we're going to lose rhinos in 5 years this keeps going i mean they're really on that track and elephants are not far behind as we know that is shocking and we'll get your contact information later but where can people see the video or perhaps contribute is there is there a website for that john yes yes of course well we have our website first and foremost we have uh, defendingtheendangered.com and you can go there and just kind of find the latest information um it's always a work in progress. We're always updating things, so that's exciting. Um, there's that. And then they can also check out the video uh, at my YouTube channel, which is YouTube and Ms. M-Z-Z-J-O-N. And they'll find the video. It's Aura Drone is the band, A-U-R-A-D-R-O-N-E, Aura Drone. And uh, the song is called Weapon of Choice. So it's up there on web, under Weapon of Choice. Uh, they'll see the video. And if they want to help out, absolutely, please go to our website, contact us. Um, we're always looking to, 
to group you with other people that are that want to help. I mean, we have some amazing artists on board right now, and we're getting ready. We had our first event in March of this past year, 2017, uh, our first event, and we raised money for the Rhino Rescue Project, as well as the Black Mambas Anti-Poaching Unit, an all-female anti-poaching unit, uh, all in South Africa, all trying to protect what's left, and, you know, they're doing really good work. So we, we had a great, successful event, which was really fun, um, but we want to do it again soon. So we're looking to do our next event in the next year. So that's coming as well. Thanks, John. I hope everyone listening to this in our audience is an animal lover and that they take note of the website and YouTube and go check it out and get involved. And with all of our shoulders together, we can make a difference. So I really love to see some more support on that. As again, I've said, this is near and dear to me and I do my own stuff as well with, with animals, but that's another story. So thank you on that. Thanks, Tony. Uh, thanks for your work on this, John. On another note, there is music. Yes. And you dance and you sing and you describe yourself as a songwriter yes. as well as a guitar player. Tell us about your uh, inspiration and your influences when it comes to movement and music and song. Uh-huh. Well, um, I, I mean, I've always loved music. I, I'm, I, be, I want to say self-taught, but I kind of was a first self-taught musician, uh, starting really starting getting into music from a young age in chorus, but then eventually had my first band when I was about 15. So I, it just kind of was an evolution. Um, and, then I, and then I just became a recording artist in my own way of doing a lot of independent projects and teaching myself how to produce as well and how to kind of work in the studio. So it's been an evolution, but um, I started, you know, my first band, so, you know, many years ago, but Origin was, began really the concept and the whole idea began in like 2007. So it's been, uh, it's been a journey. I've been collaborating with many, many talented artists from all over the world, which is great. And but that's the exciting part. I love working with new people and, and people from all over the world with all the different, you know, as we know, music is so dynamic that, you know, it's just exciting to see what, you know, other people bring to the table. So I've been working with other people on that, you know, for, for a decade now. And uh, we're about, you know, I should say we, the collective, we're about to put out a fourth album uh, and then 2018. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. And, and I, I, you know, music, I feel like, is one of the purest forms of expression. I really just, you know, I can't imagine life without it. It's, to me, it's, a, it's been a lifesaver in a lot of ways. So who ins- who uh, who do you admire? Who do you, who would you wow. wish you could be more like? You know, uh, who inspires well, you? I have to say, in tribute and honor to just the recently, just you know, we've lost Chris Cornell in the last year, and and he was one of my absolute favorites. I I I just found him so inspirational as a singer, a vocalist, and a, and a lyricist. Really beautiful, beautiful, talented artist. Um, him at Prince, you know, was a big uh, love for me growing up as a kid. Uh, and even Chester Bennington, you know, just uh, recently also deceased at Lincoln Park. Uh, great, great artist, you know. But, I mean, I'm across the board, you know. I love the girls, too. I love the, I grew up with, you know, Joan Jett and, <laughs> and all those cool bands, even the classic rock like Heart. And, um, you know, I love that stuff. But as well as Beck and um, artists there more. So I'm across the board, really. I even like, you know, some some jazz, and I sometimes love soul. It just depends what I'm in the mood for. But I guess you could say alternative, you know, as a kid. And even, and I love the 80s stuff, The Cure, 
Um, I mean, I love so much of it, so much great music. To me, it doesn't matter the genre, just great music is great music. It really is. Yeah, and, and to dance, too. I was never much yeah. of a dancer, but then I began to realize what it means to a person who loves to dance to be able to move like that and express themselves through yes. movement. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's again, it's also a pure art form and, and that it's something everyone can do, you know, kind of like music in our own way. We can all do it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be professional. Um, it's a beautiful thing because it's a self-expression, you know, and there's no judgment on it. It's just, it's, it's great. <laughs> there's no, no wrong way to dance. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. John, you're in a long list of movies. And when I read your little introduction, I just scratched the surface, you know, of uh, some of your accomplishments. And I hear over and over on how tough and how demanding it can be in that business. How do you deal with this? Ah, well, music. <laughs> I, gotta say, I go back to music. I, I, I joke, but it's seriously, thing, having things that you love outside of that is also very important. I think that's something when you get too focused on just one. And, and you know what? A lot, and to me, most of you know, people I've met in this business are just creative in many ways, not just acting, not just one thing, um, many things, you know. So I think it's, it's balanced. It's having, of course, a, you know, you know, a stable of a family life, but you know, that's not always the case, even when that's not there, having something else that you really love and that, you know, you can lose yourself to, and, and it's not necessarily to necessarily make money, but just to have a self-expression is important. I think it's very important, whether it's gardening or cooking or, you know, knitting something, I think anything like that, even, you know, whatever you do for a hobby. I think a lot of creative people I know, that are balanced in, in the sense that they can, you know, remain, you know, firm and sane in the craziness of the industry, have other things that they love as well. Well, that makes perfect sense. And by the way, on the music, you write most of your music, is that correct? Yes, yes. I, well, I, I have a hand in writing every single song, um, but I sometimes work with other people in collaboration. Um, but it's still kind of in, in my control in the sense that, well, you know, I work with people, I record with people, but then I end up editing it and, you know, producing it. So it's a collaboration in many ways that I, I love working with new people all the time. That's why I always say it's like you never know what it's going to turn into. And, you know, sometimes it's really, really interesting and cool. So. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting project. I've had a band many times, and I still play out live with band. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, right now, it's in the chrysalis of being a studio project, and again, to be a live act. So <laughs> Very cool. And by the way, I'll bet you didn't know that I am a one-hit wonder. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I, really? I, wrote, I wrote and produced a song called Flying, and that actually is the, is the music. It's all instrumental, and that is the music that you hear on the intro and the extro of mm -hmm. my other talk show, Revenue Chat. Mm, nice. That's way. so cool. <laughs> and so I love I, it. Well, thank you. I know what it takes to write. I mean, I've written about yeah. 50 songs. I've only produced really one good one. And yeah. it's just so much work. So hats off to you on that thank as you. far as the creativity. Sure. And then lastly, on the subject, kind of segueing back, we're in creative in the creative world, but kind of segueing back here to movies. Can you tell us about any upcoming films that you may be appearing in? Uh, yes, actually, I just shot this summer. I just shot the uh, the new. Well, it's not not quite sure of the finished title, but it's about the Amityville murders. It's in regards to the Amityville horror story uh, with the house and the you know with the, all the story in Long Island. 
Yes, about the, yes, the haunted house. Um, it's it's it was called it's called the haunting of Long Island. So I believe that's the finished title they're going to go with. But I just finished that last month, and uh, I have some things in the works right now, which I can't talk about yet. But that's that's coming up. Um, we also just had released uh, Mind Blown, which is a sci-fi kind of a X-Men adventure, really cool uh, telekinesis film action as well i love uh, those it's really fun yeah that's really fun and then doomsday device also is uh coming out i believe in the uk it just it just premiered but we're going to be getting it over here in the states soon so look out for that that's really cool it's kind of like uh big trouble in little china uh with you know martial arts action adventure again and, and comedy so it's kind of got a funny bent to it it's really fun that's great we have a lot to look forward to thank yes, you yes all right <laughs> This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Michael Benner as co-host. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from actress, musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map, Beat the Odds for Business Success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the Vision Map, Beat the Odds for Business Success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at TonyDURSO.com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at TonyDURSO.com. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want 
want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight with former broadcast journalist and current personal development trainer, Michael Benner, as co-host. Today's show is with actress musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. A few more of the many films she appeared in are Playing for Keeps with Jessica Biel, Uma Thurman, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Gerald Butler, and she was a gunslinger named Reggie in Blunt Force Trauma with Mickey Rourke. All right, back to the chat with John. John, we're, uh, again, as I said before, I'm sort of bragging, I guess. We're both from rural Michigan. Yes. I'm from a small town in Michigan, and it's a very special place, a wonderful place for real seasons, and uh, a nice mix of the various cultures. You're right in the middle, you know. You're in the Midwest. I think I saw you also lived in uh, New York for a while. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yes, I did. I did. I was and now you're Los Angeles-centered. Is that true? Yep. Okay, so um, tell us about your impression of the West Coast, about Los Angeles, uh, Mm -hmm. Hollywood. You know, Mm -hmm. Hollywood seems a bit tarnished when... Mm -hmm. I know, especially as of lately, yes. Yeah. First time I the Hollywood and Vine, I thought, wow, how disappointing, but... Yeah, but, no, it's, uh, it's more than that. There is a, a wonderful uh, group of people in the, yes. the city. What's your experience in Southern California? Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, I do. I've lived here a little while now, so I can say I feel like it's home. And I, I mean, I am from like, you know, the Midwest and East Coast, but which I'm glad because it gives me a balance and a groundedness, which I kind of that may be helping keep keeping me more on the same track sometimes. But, um, you know, it's. But a lot of people like to bash LA, and I, I get it sometimes. There's things about LA that are undeniable, which, you know, they're all cliches. But there is also, there is a nice soul to it. And there's a lot of really creative people from all over the world, which I, I love. I love that. I love the, the fact that, you know, it's kind of, it's always changing. And it's always, um, things are, <laughs> it's always changing. And it's always evolving. And you never know kind of how things are going to turn out with the projects and people you might work with down the road. It's got that energy to it, which is still alive. I believe, you know, the industry has kind of gone through its changes and it's gone through its challenges, but there is still a, 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 you know, an energy here. People do come here from all over the world. It's very talented people, ambitious people. So I, I kind of look at it that way. Like it, I like to stay on that, that track to stay positive as frustrating as it can be. Cause we all know that the cliches are, are you know, often true. That's why they're cliches. <laughs> so it's, um, I'm, I'm just grateful that I, I grew up where I grew up, you know, and that sense, uh, I, the more I am an adult, the more, you know, I go through life. I, I realize my mother, uh, 
you know, and my father. I had I had a good firm foundation where I grew up. It was more simple, maybe, but I'm really glad of that. I'm glad I had that because it, that keeps me, you know, balanced out here for all this time. I mean, I'm not saying it's always perfect, but you know, we all go through ups and downs. But I think that's important. And when you come out here, you try not to take things too seriously, you know, because there is a bit of a a circus vibe out here. <laughs> that's a good word for it. Circus. I like it. I was going to ask you about horses. I know you love horses. You ride all the different styles of horses. Yes. But but I'll tell you where I got really intrigued with your CV was where you start talking about special skills in weaponry, swords, knives, and guns. Is this (laughs) something you tell people when you first meet them? Oh, um, not usually when I first meet them. No, it's, (laughs) I've always, you know, I mean, like I said, I I grew up, I grew up in a rural environment and and in Michigan, I think everybody kind of had that, especially in rural Michigan, as you know, it's, uh, (laughs) it's not that out of the question for people to be into like the shooting. And my dad used to take me to the gun shows when I was little, I think it was kind of funny actually. And my dad was, you know, always into that. um, So I grew up with a healthy respect for, for weapons and weaponry. And, you know, I had cousins and uncles and all that, that would always be into it. And, and that's in Michigan. That's pretty normal in some areas, I think. Right? And you studied a stage <laughs> combat. Maybe master. I'm not. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you don't need my my confirmation. You're doing fine. You also did stage combat mastery class. Yes. Yes. I mean. Tell us about it. Is there something about conflict? Not that this is a negative thing you need to defend or apologize for, but we're talking about dance and and song and acting and different ways of expressing yourself. Can't we express ourselves through the martial arts? Yes. Well, I, I, first of all, I have a a great, great respect for martial arts. I I think it's, again, an amazing art form and beautiful and everything. I mean, I've always had a, a really great respect for it. I'm a big, you know, fight fan in general. Um, not so much for the savagery, but for the artistry. Um, and as a dancer, it's interesting because I think probably through working as an actor, you're asked to do things a lot of times, especially more and more now. I mean, look at the, the genre of work out there. A lot of it's action, a lot of it's sci-fi, a lot of it's, you know, even horror. You're, you're asked to jump and move and, and things like that, that I'm really glad the dance training when you're young comes in very handy sometimes. So you can do these things uh, at the drop of a hat when, you know, it's nice to be able to do some of these things. So honestly, as a, as a performer, it, it makes you more marketable. Well, uh, you're a more rounded person. I yes. can't think offhand. We haven't even got to the scuba diving. All of the things that you do. I mean, just you know, we could do three or four hours here on your interests. And I'm always fascinated by the emotions behind the, what motivates us to have these interests, to excel in these ways. The need even to express oneself and discover one's individuality, then to develop that. Yes. That, that's sort of my whole thing, my avocation. But um, it's it's great getting to meet you. I'm really glad I had a chance to be here. Thank you. Michael, going along with what you were saying with John, I'm also fascinated by her special skills. And it's such a dichotomy. You juxtaposition here on one side. John, you studied improv comedy, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I believe is quite a challenge. And on, on, mm-hmm. all by itself, it's quite a challenge. And then on the other side, as Michael mentioned, you talked about, you have these skills, including Mai Tai, Krav Maga, Mm Jiu-Jitsu, 
which not only are you drop dead gorgeous, now you're like deadly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you did this, you do this for stage. I, I want to just clarify, you do this for stage because you, you plan to act in more and more action roles, or is there also yeah. this underwriting current of a passion there? to just learn these skills. Yeah, no, I love it. In case you have a bad date goes wrong or something. Yes, you never know. know. (laughs) No, first of all, I I think it's a great way to stay in shape. You know, at the the core of it is it's fun. I've I've always been a fitness person, like not not competition fitness, just for my own health. And, And since I was a kid and, you know, just growing up dancing, I've always been moving. So, so for me, I've always worked out. I've always, and, and to me, it's just kind of evolved from just, you know, not just jumping on a machine and doing the same thing all the time. It's like, it's, it's a mental thing as well as a physical thing. And there's a lot of elements to dance in that. So it can, and it's fun to be able to know that you can, you know, hold your own in some regards, you know, it, and so it's all of that, but I just have, I don't know, I have a, 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 I do have a healthy love and respect for the martial arts and, and for, you know, fighting can be definitely can, is an art, you know, not just for you know pain inflicted, but just if you watch you know fighters move and things like that, there is there's thought and there's there's strategy in it. You know, it's kind of like a very physical game of chess. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I've always thought it was kind of neat, um, and I've had a respect for it. But yeah, it's kind of and I still love dance. You know, that's the funny thing. It's not just become like oh I just do that. I I, I like to think it's it's good to do all of it, and I also think I probably you know. I'm one of these hyper hyperactive children that was an only child, so I was always getting into something else and something else. <laughs> I totally know where you're where you're where you're at on that. I I believe that a dancer makes a better fighter, not to be silly or stupid, but you know, you can move better on your feet. For example, I grew up in a rough area in Chicago and you have to learn to fight or be beaten up. And I've taken martial arts and I've studied with Billy Blanks and Taekwondo and I do mixed martial arts. As a matter of fact, my coach, well, I, don't, I haven't done anything since doing the radio shows, but my coach, he's going to the Philippines next month to fight a guy nice. from uh, Japan in mixed martial arts. And a dancer mm-hmm. can be up there, can be more buoyant. So I totally think that that, in terms of being able to fight, it, 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 it's all about the movement. As, yes. As, uh, as the great Muhammad Ali, you know float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. There's a lot yeah. of wisdom to that in the yeah. actual fighting. Yes. So absolutely. very cool on that. Now, well, we, you know, we've discussed so many topics so far, and I'd like to know a little bit more, get into the real, not the real, but the inside world of John Mack. What are you passionate about? What, like, what motivates and keeps you going? Maybe it's some future goal. What are your aspirations, John? Ah, well, I mean, I'd like to keep continue doing music. Uh, I'd like to at some point do more touring. I'd like to play some shows in Europe, you know, with Oradrone uh, or just in general. I, I, I miss performing out and singing out when I'm not doing it. And uh, so that would be nice. Uh, I also would love to see some of my film projects I'm working on uh, get produced and made. So there's there's things in the works that I'm, you know, hoping to manifest very soon. And uh, what else? That and just, you know, trying to trying to really get defending the endangered uh, out there more and more so we can we can definitely put a dent in this issue. That That's a huge passion for me going back to that. I mean, but that's something that every day I, I you know, I, I see the news or I see something that's happened over there. And I'm just like, man, I want to be doing more, you know. So that's a goal is to really reach out and help more groups over there and around the world, not just in South Africa. But, you know, poaching is everywhere, as we know. This, it's happening everywhere. 
and it's just getting more and more worse. And I sure hope yes. that people like you can help make a dent and abate this and actually start turning the tide on it because it really needs to happen. Very yes. cool. Well, I can see that as your writing passion. Now, that's, that's your impetus that gets you up and gets you through. And, and, and you have some goal. Do you have some, some finite goal on this in terms of what you're doing on, in that work? This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Michael Benner as co-host. Just ahead, John shares more insights and her contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at Tony. D-U-R-S-O.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the vision map. Beat the odds for business success at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash vision. V-I-S-I-O-N. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony, slash community. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com, and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with former broadcast journalist and current personal development trainer Michael Benner as co-host. Today's show is with actress, musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. She created her foundation, Defending the Endangered, in 2015 to raise awareness about poaching and trophy hunting. She also co-directed and produced a music video, Aurora Drone, Weapon of Choice, to illustrate the devastation about animal hunting and works relentlessly to raise awareness on this topic. All right, and now back to the chat with John. 
Um, I don't think it's finite at this point because it looks like the issue right now seems pretty infinite. <laughs> so, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't, I don't, I just feel like right now we're we're just barely doing enough. You know, it, it's gotta. There's a lot more to be done. So I cannot even begin to put an end to it yet because I feel like. You know, like you know, the extent of it is just—it's worldwide, and it, and it's 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 also changing a mindset of cultures that have been doing things for centuries. It's really difficult, and uh, that's a big part of it. It's not just stopping it physically; it's educating. Well, all right. Well, again, I hope everyone puts their shoulder to the uh, into this effort and makes some significant dents on that. Yes. John, it's really been fun getting to know you a little bit today. You want to do a kind of a James Lipton ending? Oh, sure. Why not? Like if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be or something? <laughs> yes, why not? Why not? Let, me, let me ask you instead, if you were presented with a person who was uh, completely oblivious to the whole concept of acting and singing and dancing and expressing yourself through martial arts and your connection to nature and to put all that into a package. They don't understand what this is about, what this thing is that you do. Maybe they're an alien from another planet and you've got to explain to them what it is that you do for a living. How would you, how would you explain that? Ah, okay. I am a, I'm a creative person who cares, and I, I use whatever gifts that I have to express the same message, which is the message of um, compassion and balance and strength and fortitude. So I, I do that through my work the best I can, whether it's making music, whether it's as an actress and telling other people's stories, which to me are fascinating because, you know, Again, if you know, come down to it, we're on a planet that's so vast and so diverse, yet there's so many things that are so common amongst ourselves that we forget about. So I like to try to bridge that gap, you know, especially with nature. And we're just disconnected from nature right now. So all of that in one is just, I guess, reconnecting everything. That's, that's my goal for whatever work I do. Wonderful. It's great hearing people talk like that. You know, it's so easy to fall victim to bad news, to doom and gloom, to fear and anxieties, and to have a positive message of, yeah, we're losing all these animals, for example, but people are caring and connecting. And yeah, we have global warming and you know, we have a serious environmental crisis. But again, the world's coming together. And not just led by corporations or financiers, but led by people with something in their heart that says, we can fix this, we can do better. Yes, absolutely. You know, with all the bad, and we see it every day, especially lately, it's been nothing but bad news in the news. We have to remember that there are still a lot of people like ourselves out there who do care and are, are, you know, connecting. You know, the internet is good for some things, and that and that has been. But it's really opened people's eyes and made them connect. Well, thanks a million. John, very, very wonderful interviewing you and getting to know you and, and all this. And if, if someone would like to get a hold of you or contact you in our audience, do you, do you have any, any method or any way for them? To sure. Absolutely. Well, they can always, always uh, I have a bunch of pages. I got my uh, Twitter, uh, at Aura Drone. 
on Twitter, A-U-R-A-D-R-O-N-E. Uh, we've got Facebook pages to John, John Mack page, as well as Aura Drone and Defending the Endangered. Uh, they can also go straight to DefendingTheEndangered.com and contact us there or send an email to DTEProtect at gmail.com. Very good. Thank you for sharing that. And we've talked a lot about your passion, your purpose, saving the animals, arts, creative. Is there anything that you really want to let the make sure that the audience goes away knowing, you know, some message you have or something very important that you really want to make sure that that's the takeaway for them? I just want people to remember, like, look in their hearts and remember, just remember when you're a child, remember any feeling you ever had connected to the planet and things like this that were just pure. And I think we all have a moment like that in our memory. And just think about if that's what's worth fighting for. And, and remember that, because I think a lot of people forget those simple things until they're too, it's too late and they're gone. And, you know, the earth is, yes, it's, uh, you know, it's powerful and strong, but but we need to give love back to it. You know, we need to give love back to ourselves and each other. So I, I know it sounds kind of new age, but it's not. It really is a simple truth of we have to reconnect with that. Those simple things that, you know, we tend to forget in this crazy world <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's a simple truth. So true and so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love it. Very cool. Thank you. Well, John, I just wanted to thank you again for being here. Uh, and uh, you've evoked, for whatever reason, a number of memories from uh, rural Michigan and um, being out there in the summertime when the fruit's getting ripe. And uh, Oh, my Lord. I love it. I, I miss the fall. I miss the cider. <laughs> All that stuff. It's so gorgeous there. you got to go back. I, I would know. think. We- I don't have any family left there, but uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, we go back three or four generations in Michigan. Um, and Rochester is a beautiful area. Uh, and I love being close to Detroit and yet so quickly uh, being able to. I lived in Birmingham for years. Oh, yes. Very nice. Get out toward uh, Pine Knob. I'm sure you yeah. spent some time at Pine Knob. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I've got great summer memories of concerts at Pine Knob. <laughs> yeah, some great shows. I saw yes. Joni Mitchell there. Oh, anyway, yes. thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. It was lovely. Glad to talk to both of you. Well, all right. Such an amazing interview with actress, musician, and animal crusader, John Mack. I just love it. And John, just thank you so much for sharing with us and the Spotlight audience on your passions, your your creativity, your music, your movies, just all. It was just great. And I really hope that we've gotten that message through to the audience, not only to inspire and enthuse them, but to actually get up and take a stand, join you in your endangered, defending the endangered and helping with the animal rights and stuff like that. I really hope that we've, we've created something because, again, that is near and dear to me. And I, I want people to have that also as a takeaway. And just thanks again for being with us. This was great. Thank you so much. I had a great time. You're both awesome. <laughs> great yeah. interview. Great questions. <laughs> good, good, thanks, good. John. And thanks. Michael, yes, and uh, good, good. And Michael, thank you so much for being a great co-host. We look forward again to your wisdom and your incredibly insightful questions on yet another episode of The Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Tony. Love it. All right. And to our Spotlight audience, thanks again. It's our honor to have you listen. All right, everyone, keep your focus on success, and we'll see you next on The Spotlight.
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.